0: When Allah created man, He created a creation that had within it the highest and the lowest of all that Allah created. In other words, He created a creation that had all of creation within it. The penultimate of Allah's creation. Man has the capacity and the capability to be as low as a worm or as high as being able to display the qualities that are Allah's. This all lies within the capabilities of what is called man. What is it that takes man so low or elevates him to the heights? What is the distinguishing characteristic? What makes a man's destiny? To be like a porcupine or to be higher than an angel? What is it that differentiates what man is and what man is capable of? Well, the short answer is man's destiny is tied to his consciousness. And if you think about that, you can readily see the correlation. One of the interesting things about people is they are incredibly curious about themselves. They want to know what their horoscope will tell them. They want to know what the future holds for them. They want to know what their fate is going to be, what will occur to them. However, they very seldom are all that interested in who am I? What am I? How did I get to this place and where is it that I'm going to? How many people have you heard ask a astrologer or a fortune teller, what is the state of my consciousness? How often do you hear that question asked? But in reality, the answer to that question is the state of your being and the state of your destiny. If your consciousness is at the level of an animal, then you have an animal destiny you're doing things that animals do and no matter what it appears like on the outside like you could be a very rich animal you could be a very successful animal but you're still an animal and that means that you are gauging destiny or fate by physical accumulations by physical successes by successes in the worldly realm and as long as success is gauged in, on a worldly basis in the worldly realm the animal consciousness is what is controlling you and your destiny is animalistic do you want a change in destiny, to a change to your destiny is to know reality. Is that what you consider an accomplishment? Or are you focused in on the worldly nature of things and the worldly ideas of accomplishment and status? Or have you somehow broken through to understand that within those worldly things there is no satisfaction. All there is is the chase of not knowing what satisfaction is and assuming that completing that chase somehow will bring satisfaction, for instance. If I get this certain job, I'll be happy. Then you get the job, and you're not happy. If I make X amount of dollars, I'll be happy. Then you have the money, and the money doesn't make you happy. If I, do, if I, if I go on vacation in this place, I'll be happy. And then you get there, and you find out, That the person that's there is the same person that was in the other place before you went there and you've still got all the same problems and all the same headaches and all the same mind chatter that you had before you got to this wonderful place that was going to relieve you of all of this. So what is it that changes who we are? What is it that changes our destiny? What is it that changes us? It is climbing the rungs of consciousness. It's escaping from the animal intellect into discernment and jumping from discernment into wisdom, into beginning to understand the reality of existence and having the light of wisdom burn away the darkness of our existence. And if we can go to those points, those levels, then we change. And it's only when the light enters into our existence through wisdom that we can then do away with all the worldly problems that are given to us because our perspective changes. We now see things from a higher level. It's very difficult to escape a bear and wrestle him at the same time. You can't do both. You either grab the bear or you run. And if your inclination is to grab the bear, you're going to be bear wrestling. And if every time the bear lets go, you jump back, you're going to continue to be bear wrestling. Now, we either escape the animal inclinations that we have, or we constantly return to them and grapple with them. Now, we have to make that decision. But how do we make it? that decision by having the faith that going to the next stage of understanding is going to resolve problems for us is going to take us from the place we are to a place where we can better understand where we can better see understanding that we are a work in progress, and we are not meant to be stuck in the place that we are now. Ending hopelessness, ending depression, ending seeing things as if they were concrete and had no possibility of change, ending negative outlooks, beginning to constantly push forward a positive attitudes attitude in situations because we understand that we live in the midst of perfection. We need to be able to clear our vision to see it. And as we clear our vision, it becomes available to us. But it only becomes available to us as we move higher on the rungs of consciousness. And what does it take to move higher on the rungs of consciousness? It takes purification. It takes purification of the self. Who's happier? A saint sitting in rags in a discarded corner of a temple Or a multi-millionaire ordering around his servants. Who has peace? Who has serenity? Who has an understanding of existence? What are the qualities inside of those rags? And what are the qualities inside of the gold brocaded costume of the king? What's living there? What is the consciousness there? And what is important? The gold brocade costume or the inner consciousness? Who would we rather be? It's a pretty straightforward question. Who would we rather be? If we have never felt peace If we don't understand what serenity is, and if we've never been wealthy, and we don't know what worldly wealth is, it might be a very difficult question. But if we've tasted wealth in a relative state, if we've understood what it's like to have what we need in the world, and what that did in our own evolution, where it put us, what it did to us, how it resolved us, we would know a little more. Now the problem is that people's levels of desire are quite different. For some people, modesty is sufficient and more than they could have imagined. Uh, For other people, their desire is so driving and so strong that whatever is given to them in a worldly sense, it's not enough. And they continue to want more. So it might take them to 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years old before it finally hits them. My God, this doesn't do anything for me. I feel crap inside just like I did before when I didn't have this crap. Crap on the outside, crap on the inside. What happens? When does it stop? When does one conclude that there's something else and it's available as soon as you drop the crap? But dropping all of that stuff takes work and it takes heading towards purification. The problem is that the longer we wait to purify ourselves, the longer we wait to enter on to the road of the pilgrim, the road of purification, the more concrete we become in our worldly self and the more difficult it is to purify ourselves because we are so stuck in our worldly ways. Um, When I first was practicing law, I uh, was with a small firm that became a larger firm, and then I was doing real estate work with an attorney who was in his mid to late 70s. And he was a nice man. And uh, I had a question. I went to him and asked him the question. And he took me into the library. And without looking at anything, went directly to one of the books, pulled out the book, found the case, and in that case was the answer to the question. Quite an astounding feat, by the way. And he looked at me and he says, "Uh, pretty good, huh? And I said, yeah. He He looked at me and he said, don't become like me. I can't think of anything else but this stuff. I try. I go to the the sanctuary, and I sit down, and I try to pray. And all I can do is think of this stuff. I'm so full of this stuff that there's no room for anything else. Well, what are we full of? And what do we want to be full of? And we have to ask ourselves that question over and over and over. And then we have to understand that our destiny is a function of our consciousness. And if we want to change our destiny, if we want to change who we are on the inside, we have to change our consciousness. And how do we change our consciousness? Through purification, because the higher consciousness is already in you. It just needs to come out. Imagine two poles of a battery that are corroded. If they're corroded, they can't get the charge. They need to be purified. The corrosion has to be taken off. Our previous life and all of the stuff we've been involved in that's wrong has to be removed. It has to be recognized. It has to be looked at. It has to be atoned for. And we have to move on. We need to decorrode ourselves so that the flow of things can continue through us. We need purification and this purification is through knowing and entering into Allah's qualities, actually becoming those qualities and as we become closer to those qualities, more qualities come to help us. Just as thieves hang out with thieves, qualities that are godly hang out with qualities that are godly. And so there's an announcement made. So-and-so over here has made a party for compassion. Mercy should show up and an invitation goes out to mercy. And mercy comes in. Peacefulness should show up. And an invitation goes out to peacefulness. And peacefulness comes. And they come. They are self-revealed to us from the lights of the intent of the purification. As we make that intention and work towards that intention, wisdom becomes luminous. The luminous wisdom bears the heat that does away with the corrosion and that brings upon purification. And in that purification, we change. And we may not appear to be any different than we were last year. We wear the same clothes, however, all of a sudden, there's a luminescence in the face that wasn't there before. There's a smile on the lips that wasn't there before. There's an easiness in the gait, that wasn't there before. There's a peaceful nature in the posture that wasn't there before. That all of a sudden you can see there's something different about this individual. Something has dramatically changed. He or she is not what they were even though they seem to be what they were. What happened? Purity happened. And purity brings wisdom. And wisdom brings divine light. And divine light brings higher consciousness and an alteration of who we are. From animal to man to divine man. This is our true fate. This is our true destiny. This is the road we need to be on, because it is the road to reality and the road to the escape from all of the shackles that the world has us tied up in. May this be the road we each choose, and may Allah make this path easy for us. Amen. Ameen, Ameen. Ya Rabbi Ameen. Assalamu Ameen. alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.